0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Is a skin condition which is very common. It affects more than 80% of the population at some stage in their life. Without treatment, it can cause unsightly scarring. So joining me in studio now is Professor Nikki Ralph, consultant dermatologist at the Institute of Dermatologists. Uh, Nikki, good morning and welcome. Morning, Pat. Spots and the rest of it. Uh, What is acne, though? Is every spot acne?
1: No, I suppose, just like you mentioned there, over 85% of teenagers will suffer with acne at, at some point, but obviously some worse than others. But in total, it affects about 9.4% of the global population. So we're never really going to get through our whole life without, without. getting spots at some point. Yeah.
0: But as I say, it's every spot. Someone has one spot. Is that acne?
1: No, I mean, we'd, we'd really label it as acne if people are getting recurrent breakouts and they really feel they have to treat it. Anyone can get a spot. You know, if you're a bit stressed, you get a spot. If you didn't take your makeup off properly, you get a spot. But if somebody is really starting to suffer where they feel like every day they wake up, there's another lesion on their face, then they should go and start on a proper skincare routine.
0: Now, some people try to, women uh, do this, they cover it up with uh, some sort of a pancake makeup uh, to cover the colour of it. Uh, People can still see the bumps, if you like, through the makeup. Is that advisable or not?
1: There's no issue with doing it once you remove it at the end of every day. So often you'll have your skincare on, you'll have built up oil over the day. Obviously, the dead skin cells need to be removed. So it's really important that you wash your face at the end of every day to cleanse out those pores. Uh, Obviously, choosing an oil-free makeup would be preferable. So it'll say on the bottle, oil-free, or it'll also use the the technological term of non-comedogenic. So the comedone is the primary lesion of uh, acne, which is the blackhead. So some of them are open. So if you look at anyone's nose, you can probably see little openings with the odd blackhead and then some of them are closed over with a layer of skin over it so even if people try and squeeze at them which we absolutely don't recommend they're not going to come out because there's a layer over it so they can use products to help uh, eliminate
0: Okay so, so what causes acne?
1: So we don't know the true cause, but there's a genetic predisposition. So if you look around families, you know, if if your mother or father before you or an uncle or aunt had acne, then you might be more likely to to suffer with acne. Then most commonly it's to do with hormones. So unfortunately, our hormones start to change kind of those preteen, early teen years. And then you'll start to notice that your face is a little bit more oily. And that's the androgens or the male hormones that are starting to kick in. And then they contribute to the sebaceous gland or your oil gland. It makes more oil, which is essentially sticky. And it sticks together with your dead skin cells and it creates the blackhead and then the bacteria which is on everyone's skin we've all got millions of them they can get in on top of that and give you the pus bump or the you know the yellow pustule the red spot and unfortunately for some people the deeper cystic or nodular lesions and all inflammatory lesions can scar Mm. so the whole point is trying to get in early with treatment to prevent scarring
0: okay now can you actually prevent it by a good skincare regime or is it inevitable as you say if you have a genetic predisposition it's going to happen because i'm thinking that. Guys really don't have a skincare routine, whereas even young teenage girls might be taught by their mothers that they have to cleanse their face and so yeah. on and so forth. You,
1: I mean, you can absolutely help with a good skincare routine from an early age, but what we also don't want is that people are overdoing it. And we often see that after Christmas, you know, lots of people get lots of lovely presents. Um, and unfortunately, everyone wants a quick fix these days and they start putting everything on their face at once. So the most important thing for preteens or early teens is that you would wash your face twice a day. And And to ideally choose a kind of creamy cleanser, nothing too kind of astringent. So salicylic acid is what we call a beta hydroxy acid. And it's there to go down deep into the pores and clear out the skin, clear out that oil and and the dead skin cells essentially that have built up. But if you're going to use that every single day in a leave-on product, like in a moisturiser or a lotion, and then wash your face with it, you're going to get very dry, very red, very irritated. And then your body's natural response is to actually make more oil to try and compensate for that. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. So... Washing your face with a creamy hydrating cleanser, and then going and buying one of the over-the-counter products that may absolutely contain mm. um, a beta hydroxy acid or an alpha hydroxy acid, and benzyl peroxide is an example of. It's a non-antibiotic that will help to reduce bacteria on the skin surface. Yeah. So you can. It start almost seems
0: uh, counterproductive to use a kind of a creamy stuff on your face if it's sebum that's causing the blockages. Yeah,
1: a lot of people actually avoid moisturiser altogether when they have acne but that's actually the incorrect thing to do because if you're using products that are drying out the skin because you're trying to reduce the oil, you then need a moisturiser to recreate that skin barrier so you don't end up with overly dry skin. And if anyone has combination skin, which a lot of people do, they may have eczema or sensitive skin, absolutely need to avoid things like salicylic acid which can just make you worse.
0: Mm. Um, now there are other treatments like roacutane. uh it got a bad rap for a while. What's the story with Roaccutane?
1: So the license indication for Roaccutane or the proper name for it, that's just a brand name, isotretinone is the the proper name, um, is acne that's scarring. So originally nodular cystic acne or acne that has failed other treatments. So I would commonly meet a lot of people that would have had tried multiple over-the-counter, multiple topicals. They'll have spent thousands on skincare. They'll then go on to antibiotics. So the tetracycline group of antibiotics are the most common that we would use. And unfortunately, I do see people left on them for quite a long time. And when we looked at a study before, the average number of days that somebody would be on antibiotics before they seek further treatment would be 300 and something days on continuous antibiotics which really isn't good for your gut microbiome but actually what you should do is give a course of 12 weeks of antibiotics and if your skin is not clear at the end of that then you've technically failed that treatment so you shouldn't just keep taking antibiotics It's not going to get any better No, unfortunately not Now for women they have more options before they necessarily need isotretinoin they can tweak their hormones so you can use the combined oral contraceptive pill to alter hormones and you can use another medication called spironolactone but unfortunately for men they need their testosterone we can't suppress it because they need it for growth and, and muscle growth Um. So they, unfortunately, can only have antibiotics. And then if their acne is worse or fails that treatment, then it would be isotretinoin. But it's an incredible treatment. So once you're guided how to use it, how to manage the dryness that it creates, it has a huge success rate. What
0: were the reported downsides? And uh, I know that there was then analysis of it and it yeah. wasn't quite as so was reported, reported in the popular press
1: were the um, uh, increased risk of anxiety and depression and potential suicide ideation um, and I mean the drug is is it's 42 or 43 years old now so we have had a very very long time and a lot of the studies were they, they weren't particularly accurate they weren't done in, in, in a really well defined way the way we might do them now um, but what we now know and a big study came out actually in the UK in one of the biggest medical journals to show that if you divide acne sufferers into four groups so the topical creams the antibiotics the hormonal group for women and isotretinoin the group with the highest rate of anxiety and depression was the antibiotic treated group and the group with the lowest rate was the roaccutane or isotretinoin group and I would see that in my clinical practice that at the start patients come into me significantly low mood really depressed suffering social media blackouts you know bursting lesions on their back with their school bag and then month by month their skin just gets better and better until they're absolutely thrilled with their skin.
0: So it is an effective uh, treatment. Absolutely. Um, What about scarring? Is there a treatment post the acne phase if you like you get out of your teenage yep. years and you're left with scars.
1: Yeah you, we can like thank God with modern technology things have really advanced and we have now combination treatments with CO2 laser to resurface the, the top layer of the skin, radio frequency microneedling which goes deeper into uh, the second layer of the skin to simulate new collagen and elastin and we can inject the more thicker scars the hypertrophic keloid scars which are really common on the chest and yeah. the shoulders with intralesional steroid but we have a secret pro machine uh, and we're seeing great results with our acne scarring okay,
0: because it was a question from Orla about her daughter's uh, scarring mm. uh, there are treatments oh, that's absolutely. The, the, yeah. the bottom line I've never had acne when I was younger but now I have it during my pregnancy what can I do or take and will it go when I've had the baby?
1: Yeah, so this is a really common one. But again, it's a surge of the hormones in the first trimester. So a lot of women will get a few spots. Now, not really severe acne, but most of them will have a change in their skin in those first 12 to 16 weeks, which usually settles. And the safe product that you can use and you can get it over the counter is azelaic acid. So it's it's good for acne and rosacea, but it's safe throughout the whole of pregnancy. Do some people
0: confuse acne and rosacea?
1: They do because spots are spots to most of us. But the difference is that in rosacea, you don't have oily skin. It looks drier and it's a more central facial distribution. So cheeks and nose um, and no blackheads. That's the difference.
0: I've reached menopause outbreaks of many spots on my hairline and my back. My skin is usually on the dry or sensitive side. So what could I apply?
1: So um, dry and sensitive and that's the difficulty as we get older our skin gets drier and then you've got acne there are washes with salicylic acid so there's plenty of brands who have uh, actually a body wash like a shower gel which you can use for the body but you just have to take it a little bit slowly so maybe only two or three times a week and then moisturise afterwards but if it's getting worse then they they may need medical care but again menopause is a time when we see acne resurgence when the hormones Mm. change
0: Are there triggers to acne? I feel like my skin gets worse when I'm stressed Uh, what about certain types of food or drink can they cause flares?
1: Yes, so stress triggers all skin conditions but particularly acne. Uh, if you drink too much alcohol, it'll certainly dehydrate you which then can increase oil production because your body's trying to compensate. Um, and foods, there have been some studies, so high GI diets, if you're not being very healthy and eating a lot of takeaways, a lot of pizza, yeah. uh, it can trigger flares. And for people who consume excessive amounts of dairy, I don't mean a, a tea and a coffee and a bowl of cereal, I literally mean drinking litres of milk um, and particularly low fat milk or skimmed milk. So if you if you want to have your milk, just make sure it's, it's whole milk. It's whole milk. Yeah.
0: Is uh, folliculitis a form of acne? I'm 42, still get spots, but it was told it was folliculitis.
1: Yeah, so it's basically a superficial inflammation of the hair follicles. So it's very common on the thighs, the buttocks, the back and the chest. Anyone who's a gym goer, um, a lot of sweating, increased oil, may get folliculitis on their trunk. So it is a, a superficial version. Mm-hmm.
0: As a teen, my mother refused or due to rumoured mental health concerns, which I understand. But I'm sorry now I didn't at least try it as I'm covered in deep scars that cannot be lasered.
1: This is, it literally breaks my heart. But, you know, all of that information was out there. And at the time, you might be listening to the neighbour down the road who said, you know, definitely don't give that to your son. And as a parent, we only want the right thing for our children. But I see that time and time again, that unfortunately... Um, a lot of people the scarring is it's, it's too late because you can never unfortunately give people perfect skin so I'd urge anyone if they think their skin is starting to scar definitely go and visit their GP to discuss mm. treatment options.
0: My 20 year old son has terrible acne his back is completely scarred he's in a lot of pain he's unable to take medication in tablet form are there any other options?
1: Unfortunately with, with isotretinoin or acutane it comes in a gel capsule and it isn't in a liquid for the reason that the actual ingredient is broken down by light okay. so it has to be so That's a difficult one. I mean, if it's just the face, we can do chemical peels and things like that, but for a whole back, if they really can't swallow medication, it all comes in in, in, a a, tablet. That is the problem. Yeah.
0: Um, Isotretinoin was the only treatment that addressed my severe acne. I'm worried that my daughter may have inherited my bad skin. Should I suggest getting her on the drug sooner rather than later? She's 14 at the moment. In other words preventative? Does yeah, that work?
1: No, we don't do preventative, but we do have cream versions of it. So, I mean, if the person's worried that she's starting to get spots, absolutely go to the GP. Maybe use tretinoin cream, which is like a, a racutane cream, and make sure her skincare is is, you know, optimised with a combination of acids mm. and, and good cleansing. Um, but we wouldn't prescribe the drug in advance of, of knowing oh, okay. a parent had it.
0: And finally, people go to the gym a lot, they sweat a lot, sometimes they don't get to shower after the gym. Yuck. Yeah.
1: Um, no, no, no. That's a big no-no, yeah.
0: Um, so, does that generate more acne problems.
1: Yeah, so my advice to to people would be try and shower immediately as quickly as you can rather than driving home a quick shower um, and to try and wear more cotton clothing because the cotton will kind of soak away the sweat from the surface of the skin so that it doesn't create the nice environment that the bugs like to thrive in.
0: All right, so many questions, so many answers. Uh, Professor Nikki Ralph of the Institute of Dermatologists, uh, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.